0: Hi there. The first thing that I want to do is say thank you very very much for listening. If this is your first time listening? Welcome. If this is not your first episode, welcome back. The second thing I'd like to do is give you forewarning that in this show we discuss a wide variety of topics, some of which are fun and completely benign, but the conversation can quickly and without warning steer into very dark territory. Topics that have and continue to come up are physical abuse, verbal and emotional abuse, sexual assault, domestic violence, and military-type traumatic events. Please understand that we have already gone through a considerable amount of counseling and other professional services, so we may speak flippantly about painful subject matters. This isn't meant to diminish anyone's difficulties or discount anyone's experiences. It's just a part of how we cope with the lot we were given. If we say something that is really upsetting, we're open to hearing from you. Our phone number is 833-589-7637. It's unattended and anonymous and can help us create a better atmosphere for everyone. Finally, I want to stress that being on or listening to a show like this is not an adequate substitute for professional help. If you're in a dark place and need someone to talk to, dial 988. For my fellow veterans, option one is for us. Powered by Dr. Pepper. <laughs> oh man, it's been my favorite since I was like nine or something when I first tried it.
1: Dr. Pepper? Yeah. That's um that's my brother's since I don't even know when, but he's always been a Dr. Pepper boy. I'm a diet soda person.
0: I'm having Diet Doctor Pepper right good. now. Yep. Okay, that, yeah. having that exactly Di that Dr. right pepper.
1: now. Mine is just Diet Cola. Diet Coke. Yeah. Once in a while diet dr pepper but diet coke is my my jam
0: i prefer diet pepsi to diet coke honestly.
1: i don't like
0: it because mm.
1: you can like taste the sucralose in there
0: aspartame um,
1: or aspartame whatever yeah. the fuck is in there yeah it's, it's um, and with diet coke in diet coke you can't
0: smell it um Shit. dr pepper zero is not bad it's I honestly can't tell the difference between regular and zero, but the there's a distinct difference between diet and then the other two. Yeah. yeah. With but, the
1: regular sodas, you can really taste the sugar in there. Fuck,
0: <laughs> yeah. They're really thick from all the goddamn corn syrup. Yeah. I can't yeah, stand yeah. that shit.
1: Yeah, very true.
0: I stopped drinking soda for the longest time because of that, and then mm-hmm. I was I decided, fuck it, I'm going to try whatever. And diet something, and was like, "Wow, my uh, my life has changed for the better." Yeah, just a sliver of uh, diet happiness.
1: Yeah, I got into diet soda because at some point I was—I think I was in high school—did the uh, Atkins diet, and she needed someone to keep her accountable. So I really did not have to do all this shit with her, but I did it (laughs) anyway. But we started drinking diet soda, and I started eating like all low carb, and I ended up looking like a skeletor because I was already really skinny back then. But ever since then, I've started to drink diet soda.
0: I don't remember when or where I started. It just it just happened.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mine was because of
0: because uh I, I don't know reasons. Yep. Well, Man. I'm kind
1: of glad she's. A- <laughs> <laughs> But I think on that day I'll be at my parents' house since mm. I leave the next day. Yeah, and then I'll have to see like what time my friend wants to meet me. Pretty sure she'll want to get there kind of early. Yeah, I, I like seeing the opening acts. Concert.
0: I love seeing the yeah, opening yeah. acts. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah, Always. I'm like that. Like when I went to when I went to go see Wu Tang, we got there all late because did not fucking time getting Nas ready
0: play or he performed, right? Yeah.
1: What? Yeah, it was Nas, Nas and Wu-Tang and then Buster Rhymes made an appearance.
0: Are you freaking
1: amazing. you kidding me. It was a bomb ass concert. I've got it all recorded on my phone.
0: I would be steamed <laughs> if somebody made me miss that. I would be fucking Yeah, offended. like when
1: we were um like when we were um going in there, like there was already Wu-Tang was already performing by that time. <sighs> and I kind of got a little bit pissed. I'm like, man, I probably missed a cool last song yes. that I like of Wu-Tang. <laughs> but yeah, usually when I go to concerts, I get there way before the... like a uh, 30 minutes or so before the show starts and before the opening act comes in so that I can get drinks and, you know, figure out...
0: Yeah, I'm to where b- i want to pick a spot. Like,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to get with my friend um, to let her know, like, what time she wants to meet and all that stuff. So
0: I did... Yeah dig through a couple of the journal things okay and i have like i mentioned the 300 prompts burn after writing we both know there's another one yeah. i like got it's called mind journal uh it's it is advertised and like written to appeal or tr- tr- to try to get men specifically to be more be more expressive so okay it, it was pretty fucking easy for me to get through that one. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really have a problem there, buddy. Oh, Lord. Oh, that's funny. So yeah, burn after writing, burn after tacos. This is hard shell tacos. My name is Leo. I'm joined by my wonderful cousin, Lily. We are going to be exploring the deepest recesses of our taco shells. What are those? You decide. Let's get to it. Uh, (laughs) Describe how you feel from the last episode to now on a scale of 1 to 5. I'll start. It's, I want to say 5, but having bipolar disorder, I know that a lot of my energy and stuff is coming from swinging manic at the moment. So it's kind of a 4, wherein it's a little bit of a damper. It's like, fuck, this isn't actually me. But it, at the same time, it is. I don't know. It, do, it feels a little bit like imposter syndrome, kind of. Gotcha. But yeah, it's its still all right, though. Uh, I'm still enjoying it. I think I used invigorated already a few weeks ago. So if I had to give it a single word, energetic.
1: Okay. Um. Let's see. For me, uh, there's a lot of uh, emotions going on. Today specifically I'm all over the place uh, Like today marks two years Since my grandmother passed So there's that I I, I did some crying this morning Because I miss her um, I'm probably going to say I'm at a five right now Because I'm going on vacation Yeah <laughs> And um, I'm going to see the Foo Fighters And um, I'm going to describe my feeling as, like, very excited because, I don't know if you remember this, but I was obsessed with NSYNC.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) As a teenager. Yeah. Like, obsessed, posters all over the wall. Um, well this Friday, they're releasing a new single for, like, the Trolls soundtrack. (laughs)
0: That's cool. And
1: I've been losing my shit ever since. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I heard about it and, like, they just recently made an appearance on, like, the mtv vmas and i lost it yeah i know they've been Um, coming
0: they've been getting back together and appearing. yeah so
1: so so i'm like i've been losing my fucking mind like 13 year old me is just very excited um (laughs) because of all this stuff happening i'm gonna have that song on repeat and i'm gonna cry every single time i hear it because it's been like 23 years since you know they've done any music together right um so i i'm very excited for that
0: i always and... liked them more than backstreet boys from mm-hmm. back in that time
1: yeah like i've recently because um, like i actually was able to go to one of their concerts um in like 2001. i uh, like took pictures and all this stuff and like i i'm an idiot for not bringing this stuff with me when i moved out here but i left it you know at home like, I had all their CDs, I had books, I recorded everything they did um, on TV, you know, any and every appearance they were on I did. I had, you know, all these posters that I had plastered over my walls, um, and then I had my ticket stub and pictures from the concert. Um, unfortunately, I don't know who, but someone threw all my stuff away when I moved out here, so I have no, none of those you know memories anymore same thing Uh, happened
0: to me when i left for the military
1: mm Mhm. yeah i'm really not sure who who threw my stuff away but i'm really sad that it's all gone because i i had so much shit but um
0: did i hear you have it an in sync book
1: yeah yeah
0: what what about what actually
1: just about then oh um, okay yeah, and I actually found it recently on Amazon for like three bucks so I ordered it and I got it because I'm like, I, I love that, that book, whatever fucking book that was, and then um, like I, I got DVDs of like one of their making of their tours, their HBO special that my parents ordered for me on pay-per-view when it came out because I was like, I have to watch this and, and some other DVDs of them, I bought um, one of their uh, records on vinyl. <laughs> so I have some t-shirts. Um, so yeah, it's like all coming back to me. And my boyfriend's like sick of me already. Because he's like, you're really a fan girl. I'm like, yes I am. Yeah. And I'm
0: That's... like, I'm
1: not going to shut up about it That's now. That's what happened back then. <laughs> yeah. And I was telling him, I was like, be lucky that I'm not going to be here with you Friday because that song is going to be on repeat. Like... <laughs>
0: So is this is the is the book a InSync's uh, April 30th survival guide
1: No It's um I'm <laughs> here I'll pull it up
0: What do you, what do you what are you supposed to do how do you prepare when it's gonna be May <laughs> Oh man I can hear the collective eyes rolling now <laughs> yeah, that's <is> fantastic
1: um, <laughs> yeah that they do have like a Fisher Price little people set of NSYNC really? and I have to have it I'm like I don't care if I have kids but I need whatever that is yeah the book that I got uh, that I used to have it's just NSYNC the official book and it just has like how they started as a band and little dealios here and there about each member and all that shit uh, but I recently found it and I got it like a couple days ago and I was excited because that was one of the things that got tossed out was that book and I know I had another one but I can't remember what
0: it was called so you mentioned that today where you had some mixed emotions so the first question actually is how does crying make you feel
1: it depends on what is causing me to make you know what the cause of me crying is, so (laughs) if it's like um, crying over something good, you know, I it makes me feel great. If um, I'm crying over like past traumas or if I'm hurting, it makes me feel like an idiot and just dumb because I wasn't ever allowed to express myself. And if I cry when I'm angry, that sometimes feels okay. So it's it depends on what it is that's making you cry.
0: Hmm. Cry like this over morning past difficulties. Go yeah. ahead.
1: Like this morning I was crying because I remembered, you know, that today is uh the day that my grandmother passed two years ago and I was looking at some pictures that I had of her and just remembering her I'm gonna try not to cry right now. Uh <laughs> I was remembering like her voice and, and her hugs and her singing. Then I just started crying because I just miss her, you know, all the time. And it just sucks that I didn't get to see her as much as, as I wanted to because we lived in different states. We only went to see her during the summertime. But I do remember I would call her a lot, like, within these last 10 years or so. we would We would call each other, like, every week or every other week. And I was remembering the last conversation I had with her a few days before she passed. She was lucid. She had Alzheimer's and dementia. So that was difficult to deal with, you know, as it was progressing with her. But with this last phone call, she remembered who I was. Fuck. Um,
0: It's fine. (laughs) If you need to stop, let me know.
1: No, it's... And I just, you know, told her that I love her. And she told me that too. And... Um, yeah, that was just. I'm thankful that I had that last conversation with her, and that she, you know, was she was there, lucid, you know, for just a little bit of time. But yeah, I I miss her, I miss her a lot. But I'm thankful that you know I inherited her musical gifts, and I know she's still you know with me in spirit.
0: Something that you that mentioned, was, or the something that you said. Really stood out to me was when you're thinking about, excuse me, your earlier life, and when you cry about those things, um, Mm -hmm. you know, like the negative experiences that you've had. You said that you feel dumb. Why do you feel dumb? That's not dumb.
1: Um. Well, as a kid, I was not. I was made fun of or made to feel shame for expressing my emotions. So, whenever I When I think back of stuff like that, I just feel shameful and I just feel, I don't know.
0: But then the terrorists win. I know. That's how they, that's what they want. That's what they wanted and you're continuing to do it. Yeah, it's just something
1: that I'm trying to, I'm trying to work through that because like, it's hard for me to express myself. I mean, I, I can easily do it with you because I feel very comfortable with you enough to do that. Right. Because I know I'm not going to get shamed or anything like that. But if it's like with other people that aren't my best friends or like, you know, my boyfriend or you, Confidence. I don't feel, yeah, I don't feel that shame. But if it's like anywhere else or even if I post about it on social media, I end up deleting it later on because I feel so stupid, you know, and it yeah. like, and I, and like, people used to make me feel like i'm always like oh woe is me feel bad for me i don't i don't even like sympathy (laughs) you know yeah like i don't need people to feel bad for me because it literally makes me feel so much worse and i hate it so usually when i like do post something on social media i always you know mention in there please don't feel bad for me i don't want it I it's, don't want it. But it's, if you were posting so all, po-
0: if you were posting all positive stuff, then people would just be all fucking peeved. Like you're, oh, you're pre- you're posing for social media. That's not what your life's really like. Uh, you're such yeah. a faker. Man, yeah. get the fuck out of here. That's why I don't really post anything anymore. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Social yeah, media in like, general is dumb.
1: I agree. Yeah, I just feel very stupid sometimes. You know, posting, like anytime I try to get vulnerable I just I don't know I feel disgusting doing it because I'm like oh my god people are going to think like because that's pretty much how people in our family have made me be perceived as someone who's just seeking you know someone to feel bad for them all the time right? or whatever and that's totally not the case like I don't like I don't need people to feel sorry for me I don't like it because it makes me feel worse And it's because of, you know, how I grew up I, It's something that I've always Struggled with and I try to work on Sometimes I'm like, fuck it, I don't care What people think, but there's other times Where I just it Really gets into my head and I end up Just deleting whatever I post
0: Yeah, I remember a few weeks so, ago You were talking about something Do you put more energy into fitting in or standing out And mm-hmm. you were pretty much Like, I don't give a shit yeah so I'm seeing how those two outlooks kind of conflict or contradict yeah each other. I'm a very
1: right. contradictory. yeah you I'm have a mentioned very contradictive
0: that <laughs>
1: human being thanks to my parents and all this yes shit I'm trying to work through like <laughs> yeah. I'm very contradicting and i i i am very aware of that <laughs> for oh. sure, and I hate it
0: <laughs> man okay how do how does crying? make me feel uh i used to be the same really really emotional kid had uh crying fits all the time and i recalled mm-hmm. the same kind of shame and people trying to shame me embarrass me and or make fun of me it's like, okay well yeah fine thanks now i feel worse yeah uh, <laughs> Yeah That's not gonna help And then help you just me. bottle up and, Yep Yeah That's and exactly you it You just bottle, bottle up, up
1: those emotions And then you just <clears throat> Fucking like Explode one day You know mm. And that's not healthy But I've noticed that With you too With us growing up Like I really wanna ask You know People like Why were we treated like this And why was it okay For everyone else To treat us like this Yeah But it's pretty much Because we were not You know Conforming to Who The same shit that they were you know, and we we're just the odd ones, which is a good thing because who wants to be like everyone else? Uh, <laughs> I sure as born. hell don't. I'm like I sure as hell don't. So, um, I I didn't know that's yeah. We were both treated yeah. like shit, like, and it <clears throat> sucks.
0: <laughs> so, so there was that bit. So that's kind of the I don't know the origin part of it, and then mm-hmm. it developed with various abuses in my more early teens mid-teens and like I don't know like from 10 to 15 or something like that little, Yeah, there's a little bit more on either end but I just gotcha. leaving it there so that yeah. made it made me more I don't want to I want to say erratic but that makes it seem like I was like I'm not all the way there mm-hmm. um, I don't know it made me more prone to doing those to having more like emotional outbursts yeah um, military time was fine. There is obviously a major culture of macho man in the military, so like crying in the military is not a good thing really yeah it's it, it's weird because there's the same contradiction of mm-hmm. there are times where it is acceptable, and off you know typically at uh, funerals that was that mm-hmm. kind of, seems like the only time that people were allowed to. Just, yeah. Which is kind of dumb. I was I I was sent in a a message to a different podcast. It, they're in the UK. So I was okay. uh, hoping that uh, my American accent would get me in. But anyway, th- <laughs> one of the things that I mentioned was as much as that is the culture that the military does try to promote, even mm. if it's even if they say otherwise that it, it is implicit that you, that yeah. you be stoic. Mm -hmm. and thinking on it was I don't know anyone personally but I'm just one step removed from lots more suicides than I care to count and this is coming from uh, macho manly men with like super awesome viking beards or something and Mm -hmm. they couldn't express themselves and the only way they could was ending their own life and it's really fucking stupid yeah. So it took yeah. me a while to get over that, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I think the only time in the military I cried was once in Afghanistan. Um it was after it's one of the first times we were in you know, combat. Yeah. And uh yeah, the the adrenaline the adrenaline of that and then seeing somebody die was like it was pretty rough and so once that once that adrenaline wore off, I was sobbing like a baby
1: yeah
0: uh, I didn't That's
1: not an easy thing to do <laughs> you know like golly you have to I I really
0: it's um how did, but how did I feel about it I felt I was feeling embarrassed I yeah. was trying to hide like I would hide try to find some place to hide so that people wouldn't see me mm-hmm and it was really dumb I don't know why I felt that way when yeah that was their friend too so
1: mm-hmm. it's probably just because of that environment that you were in you know yeah. where there's all this machismo going on and oh you're a puss you know if you cry or whatever this you isn't know? the
0: time for that is kind yeah. of the mentality is we'll do that yeah. later but yeah. later never comes uh That's... how do i feel about it now now that i've come out the other end of a lot of that uh i feel pretty okay with it um mm-hmm. i I view it as just a normal expression. Like a, it's an expression of, I don't know, a stronger degree of feeling, whether that be anger. I don't think I've cried out of anger before, but there's that mm-hmm. sadness, obviously. Yeah. The only other time, hmm, I don't know, movies make me cry a lot. I get, I empathize a lot with the characters, and so when they are going through something really difficult, it, I feel it as well even though i know it's fake it's really silly so i guess in that regard crying makes me feel a little silly but at the same time i don't mind like i say it all the time i'm a big fucking sap i i don't i am what i am and i'm a sap. yeah
1: (laughs) yeah i've become more of a sap with the you know years but um there's a lot of times where i just like shove it all down yeah you know Sometimes, especially if I'm at work, I like, I got to suck it up, whatever it is that I'm dealing with and just power through.
0: Let's see. So you started the crying one. So what's on my bucket list? Uh, a lot of them are travel related. Same. So I'm not, I always, I feel weird about putting like travel destinations on bucket lists. I feel like bucket list is more of like an action or activity that mm-hmm. you do. Uh, with Yes, traveling's an activity, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like skydiving or bungee jumping. Yeah. Shit like that. I get uh, to
1: knock off one of my uh, bucket list items uh, this week,
0: This coming week. Yeah, Foo Fighters. <laughs> yep. Yeah, buddy. I want to meet Chino.
1: Oh my God, that would be
0: cool. That's a bucket list item for me. Like, if, if I died, yeah. I would feel very content.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Man, it's, I don't know, some of the other ones kind of can't. Um, bucket list is our, would possessions count? Like getting something, buying something? Yes, okay. that counts. So, one of those uh, life goal purchases. There is a first edition, autographed Count of Monte Cristo.
1: Ooh.
0: Yeah, and it costs about as much as as a house.
1: Okay. <laughs> so is that... it the book? Yeah, right. That's the, or... the actual okay.
0: book. Um, nice. 1860s. Alexandre Dumas signed it.
1: That's that's pretty. An original,
0: cool. an original print, and yeah, it's it's really fucking expensive, and but, <laughs> like the... To me, that's, that'll be, I guess, a bucket list item. Like, I have this. I have been able to reach this point. Yeah. I am contented. Could I do a lot of other more charitable things with that money? Yes, I could. Uh, do mm-hmm. I still... Would I still d- be doing charitable things? Yes, I would, because I do them right now. And I don't have, you know, like, six figures to spend on a book but I still do yeah. it. It's, it's that, <laughs> that's not going to change. Ugh, other bucket list items. <laughs> There's a uh, <clears throat> very common dude one. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, Office Space, they have the conversation at the beginning. What would I do with a million dollars? Two chicks at the oh, same yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I'm, that's I am that's more than funny. certain that is just a common... Man's wish to disappoint two women at the same time—that would be fantastic, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so I, um, so that movie was filmed out, filmed out here. Really? And, um, I had a friend that lived in the same, like, in the apartment complex. You know. Where was? Uh, the... Yeah, oh, cool. and then I, was, I, almost moved in, but they ended up. I don't know. So it fell through. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that that uh, that movie was mostly filmed out here, which is pretty cool.
0: Hmm. Do I have any other bucket list items? Having my business take off—that I, I don't know if that's a bucket list item though, like more than just like a dream or a goal. Yeah. Um, I think maybe for the bucket list, if that, if the like this media thing takes off to that point mm-hmm. ha- being able to interview people like Chino or yeah. whatever or whoever else yeah, that would be I guess bucket list item would be people I want to interview that'd be cool well that's it for me
1: yeah <laughs> one of mine will be to travel to Scotland with my dad since that's where a lot of our ancestry is from mm-hmm another, like, bucket list item is, of course, going to see the Steelers play
0: at Heinz. in Pittsburgh
1: at their... Uh, yeah, it's now called Accra, sure, but it's, I Heinz. Swear, yeah, it's Heinz. I'm like, I don't like this fucking new name. And then another bucket list item is to go to Disneyland, Disney World, and the Wizarding World.
0: Oh, um, the Wizarding World would be amazing. I would love to go yeah.
1: there. Yeah, your sister goes there a lot, and I'm like, man, take yeah, me with you. Yeah, they get
0: they get annual passes.
1: Oh, so they, that's go, they go twice how a year. She does it. Okay, I yeah. think she's gonna be going this like week or something. I think um, I can't remember in a few
0: or weeks. next
1: week. Yep. Yeah, yeah. She got me a newt scamander wand the last time
0: she, she got went. me a I Yeah,
1: I was like, can you give me a wand, please? <laughs> Like, I went to Disneyland. Um, I don't think you were even born yet. <laughs> Back in... Fuck. I don't know. Um, could have been the year you were born. I'm not too sure.
0: That would so I was like, like three four. or four.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Your sister was there. Um, and then it was my brother, our two cousins, and our aunt. Um, mm-hmm. But that's the only time I ever went to Disney. And I would love to... Go back. It's just I got to find someone who wants to go with me, you know.
0: I went once um, after outside of, uh, I think, a family trip. I, I don't know. It was maybe somewhere from like age six to eight, I want to say, okay. somewhere in that area. Yeah. I did go again. I think I was 12 or 13. Okay. And then that's it.
1: I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever want to go. <laughs> especially wizarding world I'm down.
0: Yeah, I, will I really bring want to all go. My to...
1: fucking Harry Potter stuff? I got wow, Hufflepuff, you know, swag to wear.
0: Is that Isn't that a Universal Studios?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um
1: I think that one's like an hour away from Disneyland from what I saw on the map.
0: Huh. Um An hour. But yeah. So that would be like 4 hours driving. I think yeah, <laughs> uh, with the traffic. traffic joke. Yes.
1: Yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs>
0: That's right. So core yeah, memory that's... unlocked. One mm-hmm. time I was age somewhere from four to six or four or five, something like that. Went to Universal Studios, got on a, an escalator, got on an escalator, That'll and work. tying my shoes was very difficult for me for a considerable amount of time. Much longer mm-hmm. than it should be, but whatever. I suffered through it. My mm-hmm. shoelaces got caught in the escalator.
1: Oh my god, that is like a big fear of <laughs> my man getting stuck in one of those. Did you like lose your shoe or what?
0: <laughs> um, I, no, they, uh, I remember my father was there and then some other passerby, they pulled me out.
1: Okay. But,
0: yeah, <laughs> that's a oh core memory. And that, yeah, one of my earliest memories is a scent memory from there. Okay. I smell it every so often. It's a, it's a certain type of women's perfume. It's really floral. It smells okay. kind of like grannyish.
1: Okay. <laughs> I have a yeah, I went to universal fuck. I think I was like 13 or 14 or some shit around there. maybe 12, 11, I don't know. but I remember we got on the Jurassic park ride and yes. our like latch thing wasn't latched all the way. And there's a moment, you know, where the ride just drops, like if you're tr- trying to go into uh, the T-Rex's mouth almost. I almost fell out of that fucking ride. Like, my <laughs> mom had to hold on to me because I was, like, starting to lean forward too much and, like, the fucking latch wasn't on there, right? So I almost fucking plummeted, you know, into fucking t- the T-Rex's mouth.
0: <laughs> I don't know if these oh, are heavy, God. but we, we're, we're really... Uh behind on time which isn't necessarily a bad thing but so the heavy prompts these are the heavy ones are from the 300 prompt journal i got at target so i'll start this one wait yes i'll start this one whatever do you think every situation can have a silver lining why or why not i will say yes because any like you can learn a lesson from anything even if it's an example of the wrong thing to do you mm-hmm. can still learn from those things. Um mm-hmm. so I don't know that's like really shitty silver that it's yeah. like I, hey, I'm not going to abuse my kids. Uh hey, I'm yeah. not going to fucking touch little kids in places I shouldn't. Yeah. It, it's a really shitty silver lining but or not shitty. It's a, those are good <laughs> good things to to want want to be or aspire to do um mm-hmm. or not do. So But yes, everything can have a silver lining. I think it's a matter of whether or not you take advantage of it or, I don't know, see it through, I suppose, would be a better way to
1: put it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I used to not think that way. I was just very, you know, black and white all the time. But as I got older, I have started to kind of think, you know, like you said, uh, there's a lesson in pretty much everything, you know, that happens to you or doesn't happen to you so same I'm
0: just
1: gonna say same yeah even though I used to not be like that but same
0: alright so you there is a there is an inherent lesson mm-hmm. do these things happen for a reason
1: that's a tough one yeah <laughs> that's a tough one cause like there's some situations where yeah sure things should happen for a reason yeah that's a tough one
0: yeah I'd, cause it, I was I thinking about it they're not the same thing.
1: angry like no, yeah. no, no, no,
0: no. Yeah, uh, I, I yeah. don't think it, they do either. That type of shit really upsets me. Is, mm-hmm. I hate it, when
1: people say that, yeah. like, oh, maybe it happened for a reason. What me getting my ass beat, you know, and yeah. all this other shit was for a reason. What's, what's the reason? Cause, I deserved it, or yeah, right?
0: What did I, I, did I do something in the future that somebody yeah. fucking for had the foresight to punish me for now?
1: Yeah, that, I yeah that one um, got the same thing. Like, that one pisses me yeah, off. I'm sorry. I
0: don't cuz I'm like no. Yeah, so same thing um <laughs> with people who try to do the the religious angle which to me makes it even worse than just the generic happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. So there's that part of it but, but even like
1: oh yeah, God has God knows his plans for you.
0: So, so his that plan
1: was for me to get all this shit like no. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, being raped as a young boy that was is that what god yeah. likes yeah i don't like, think we're i don't think we well, know Zach about the and same his one. plans right <laughs> so no <laughs> they don't happen for a reason but you can learn from things well um, then you know people who say things happen for a reason like uh, you were walking and uh, you step just one you took one step to the right and you a piano didn't fall on your head Mm-hmm. something like that like it's some sort of divine machination when like no it's more of it's it's perfect chaos which yeah. is it's a it's an oxymoron but if things weren't exactly as they are right now we wouldn't exist it's really That's it's true. really simple if things weren't perfect we wouldn't be here they just yeah. so happen to line up the way that they were supposed to mm-hmm. i think people do that to try to Assert some form of control or under like a controlled understanding,
1: yeah, of why things
0: are the way they are, yeah. And it's difficult, especially for people who've, I don't know, who've never really had anything traumatic happen to them, yeah. And then when they do and they start questioning reality, Mm -hmm. it's shade and fraud a little bit there, (laughs) shade and fraud, or whatever it is, yeah, yeah. all right well look <laughs> that at...
1: one really pissed me off. i'm like golly
0: yeah all right so what gives you hope and why i'll start with this one uh what gives okay. me hope is i remember reruns obviously of uh mr rogers neighborhood
1: oh man yeah
0: and seeing even aspects of him being other people having those same attributes uh, mm-hmm. One of his more popular quotes is like, you know, "When you, when you see all the the chaos or you know the negativity, all the bad things happening, look for the helpers. There's always, yeah. always somebody helping. Yeah, so, e- whatever the case may be, maybe they can't intervene at the exact moment, but they'll do whatever the fuck they can for you after. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's what gives me hope. Is I know I'm that way. Yeah." I know i am i don't it's i know i am so i and i want to believe i choose to believe this is i take it on faith that other Mm -hmm. people are that way too more they are more that way helpful than they are hateful
1: Mm -hmm. i'm like trying to think um Mm -hmm. what gives me hope just knowing that you can rise out of any bad situation like you and i for example you know you can get through the difficult times and that there are people out there that are you know mm. truly wholeheartedly good people so that's what ge- that's what gives me hope just knowing that you know we can push through things even when it's absolutely difficult we can still get through it and just knowing that we even those who have been put through you know hellish situations can still Still turn out to be good people and that there are just good people out there. That's just mine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that reminds me when you said um, as I was being um, released from the hospital this one time I was uh, held there <clears throat> mm-hmm. I as I was leaving I was getting my stuff uh, um, putting my shoelaces back in my shoes for example No, oh, um, yeah yeah So I'm sitting there and they bring in this young lady, and she's on a like a stretcher,
1: okay. or uh,
0: whatever the like, is that what the ambulances use? Are yeah, they, okay, yeah, yeah. so stretcher, and so there she's the EMTs are talking to the nurses and stuff, so mm-hmm. she's just kind of strapped to a stretcher, they're kind of stuck, and she's just blank stare up to the ceiling or whatever, and just. Silent tears, just really mm-hmm. slowly, like I know exactly what you're feeling. I don't know what made you feel that way don't I don't want to mm-hmm. claim I do, but I know exactly what you're feeling, so I went to her and then grabbed her hand and said, like it can be better. It's not gonna be easy, but it can mm-hmm. happen. it can be done, yeah, yeah, at some point, you have to really be willing to do it cuz it's fucking difficult. Yeah. So if you're not willing to deal with the hardship of it, you're never going to be rid of it. That's true. Man, I think uh our heavy section, we uh maybe we burnt it a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then like I mean it does take like a insanely amount of courage and strength to, you know, rise mm-hmm. above and continue through those difficult situations um it's definitely not easy but you just have to find that fight within yourself to fight for yourself um and you know realize that you're gonna be okay and rise above it to help you get through it like obviously i survive out of spite um So that's usually my thing that keeps me going and because I know there's something greater out there for me that I have no idea what it is yet, but I know there's something I'm here for a reason. There's a purpose to my life even though I was made to feel like there wasn't. But it's, it's yeah, when, it, when you're in those like dark dark places, it's just very difficult to get out of it sometimes and you just have to believe in yourself and know that you're going to be okay and
0: part of um, the courage though if I I would like to add sometimes mm -hmm. a big for this was actually the harder for me than Mm -hmm. than uh trudging through my own bullshit
1: yeah
0: having the courage to ask for help
1: oh yeah I struggle with that too
0: admitting Mm -hmm. saying straight up I cannot fucking do this I can't Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do yeah it, that's to me. That's harder, because I I survived out of spite my entire goddamn life. So uh, yeah, <laughs> that that isn't difficult for that wasn't difficult for me. It was the mm-hmm. the trusting part.
1: Yeah, that's where I am. Like I don't really trust a lot of people to help me because it usually gets thrown in my face later. So I I am very hyper independent.
0: Yeah, I know. what you mean.
1: Um, because of that and yeah i don't know i'm i'm too stubborn sometimes to ask for help but there's some days where i'm like i you know yeah i can't do this so i'll reach out to whoever it is that i know will help me without you know shame or throwing it back into my face yeah that one's a work in progress for me because i still i don't trust people hardly but that's a work in progress for me is the asking for help thing
0: yeah um, look for the helpers Mr. Roger yeah. said it himself That's true <laughs> The Okay, now let's move into the light section Stuff that's a uh, A little softer on the soul Okay, so I'll Start this one The single most profound Act of kindness I will never forget I honestly haven't had A whole lot of Profound acts of kindness Bestowed upon me and the profundity of this one is not in its magnitude. It's—I'll mm-hmm. tell you—and I'll try to explain. It's when I was a kid, family's Catholic. Big surprise! I was going to catechism, yeah. and I was going through all that stuff. And mm-hmm. one time, the for instead of um, Sunday school, they took us to a roller rink. So oh, okay. I was like, "Whoa, this is cool." Uh, f- all right. Well, I didn't have any money for anything, so I'm just kind of sitting there, like, or walking around. And I asked the uh, the, the Sunday school teacher. I cannot remember her name. Um, I asked. I just. I knew I was going to get shot down as I was walking mm-hmm. up to her. I was just certain of it. I, I just asked for a dollar, so, okay. I could, so I could get a get a drink and a snack. Hmm yeah didn't even hesitate just yes here you go a kid that i only see once a week yeah <laughs> but that in ref- in hindsight at the time i didn't think much of it mm-hmm. um, but now when i look back on that that's i try to have that same grace and charity yeah in my in my own actions um mm-hmm. When I worked be- pre pandemic, everyone had to be in the office. I would go to, I would work downtown in downtown Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And there's a fuck ton of panhandlers. No shit. Oh, yeah. Of course. But there was one very clearly homeless guy. He is very clearly unwell, ribs sticking out, never eats or anything. So I made it a point. I would go, I always went to Subway for lunch just get the you know whatever the special of the day is and i would just i would just, mm-hmm. just get two instead of getting a fancy sandwich for myself just get two yeah. two of the a foot long of the mm-hmm. special and then i would always get yeah. always walk around to find him and give him a sandwich every single yeah. day and it was just he'd never ask me for anything he would see me he he recognized me he knew who i was I still don't know okay. his name but I see I would see him he would look at me and then I'd kind of give him that like a little nod like hey just you know wait here I'll be uh I'll be back in a few minutes Yeah never said a word to him He never said a word to me I think about him a lot
1: Yeah I would too Yeah <sighs> um can you repeat that question? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the single most profound act of kindness I will never forget. For me, it was the dollar and how, but the impact it had on me was mm-hmm. in, in, insane.
1: Yeah, I haven't um, really had a moment like that, but I have a family member who just is, he has the biggest heart ever. I'm gonna, actually, there's two people one of them is my brother you know he after work goes to the children's hospital and volunteers yeah. all the time um you know he used to grow out his hair donate his hair i'm not sure if he still does that or not but my my brother i'm probably gonna cry because uh, i love my brother <laughs> but he has sorry he has the biggest heart
0: um, yeah i can i see it you often. Know,
1: Despite all the shit that he's gone through as well, he, he's always just, he's an angel. He's literally just an angel and he has such a big caring heart. He was born with, you know, health issues. He was a a preemie baby, so he had to stay in the hospital for a long time. And I think because of that, it inspired him to want to help, you know, give back to kids like him, you know, um, but yeah, my brother, he's he's a beautiful human being, you know, even though we're not on the best of terms, I love him dearly and he has just an amazing heart for all that he's been through and I just I admire the shit out of him for that.
0: Our mutual um, cousin referred to him as a saint.
1: Yeah, he literally is one. He is a godsend and I'm lucky he's my brother and I admire him so much for you know the stuff that he does. He's all about you know wanting to help and give back wherever he can. Yeah. Another person that's like that is my dad's younger brother. He is a veteran as well. He can't really work with other people because of his his PTSD is really bad. Yeah. To where sure, he can't. But he also, like even his wife, like they, they are just fucking saints too like they moved to Missouri to be you know with my grandparents after he got out of the army they took care of my grandparents until their last breath and that's just you know to to kind of put your life aside you know to take care of other people and your parents is just amazing and then another thing that my uncle does um is he helps other veterans he does a lot of that he helps you know the Amish because there's a lot of uh, there's yeah, a big amish, amish community yeah. out there so he helps them out all the time and i got to meet a lot of them at my grandmother's funeral and i was just shocked i was like oh my gosh <laughs> i did not know uh, my grandparents were this close to this community and that you know my uncle was that close but that man has a heart of gold as well um like when my grandpa died you know they helped pay for my way to get out there you know i didn't go to his funeral but i went the week before he died like i they got me like tickets for a greyhound to get out there they um just helped me out while i was out there and then when my grandmother passed you know they let me stay with them, um, and just made me feel at home. Like I, I, I love I love my uncle and my aunt because they they also have an amazing heart. Um, and I'm, I'm probably just gonna say my dad too. You know, my dad is a, an amazing human being because he always helps people out. You know, he's been a dad for those who did not have one. Yeah. Or who didn't have like a father figure. Like he literally raised everyone. He was there. He was you know, not just my dad, but he was there for everyone else who didn't have one. But yeah, though I haven't experienced it myself, but I, you know, have seen it in other people and it's just I admire I admire them very much for all of what they do.
0: Do you think um, With all that you've experienced, that you could do end-of-life care for your parents,
1: I plan on doing it. Okay, one hundred percent. If it was Um, today, or like
0: they call tomorrow, just yeah. They hypothetical. They know that I will. Of course. Yeah,
1: they know that I'm going to drop everything for them. All right. Um, I and I think my brother might, you know, probably do the same. But I've told my parents because I don't want them going into a nursing home because they're abusive there too
0: yeah they can be Um, absolutely
1: yeah like my grandparents when they went into hospice they did not want to be in a hospital or anything like that Um, like I remember when before my grandpa died he was in the hospital and he didn't want to be there so they discharged him and we did his hospice care in his house like they both died in their own home where they Um, should yeah, so like one of the things I eventually want to do is go back to school for vocational nursing. That way, when that time comes for my parents, you'll be ready. I'll be ready to do that. I may not be ready right, right away, you know, because nursing programs out here take a shit ton of time to get into. They're very hard to get into.
0: <laughs> They're difficult to get in for women.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, the,
0: the want for male nurses is mm-hmm. steep.
1: Yeah, like, my dad, actually, that's how my parents met, was in a nursing home. My dad was one of the, uh... Orderlies? Yeah, he, and my mom, I think, did janitorial work there. Eventually, my dad got out of it because he had too many patients die in his arms, and that was just, I think, too much for him to handle.
0: Yeah, that'd be rough.
1: Um, yeah, so he, you know, went into mechanics and plumbing, and he loves it. Like, he, when he was in the Navy... He was doing the program for either nursing or to be a doctor there because the Navy has a really good medical program. Of course they do. They have
0: to take care of our dumbasses. The Marine Corps, I mean. (laughs) Take care of
1: us. (laughs) Like, I wanted to go into the Navy for that because, like, my love for science comes from my dad. I love it, and I belong in the medical field somewhere or in the musical field. I don't know. Either one of those. But, my parents know, and I've always told them, like, the only time I will ever move back is when they tell me that they cannot care for themselves anymore. I also don't trust other people taking care of my parents. Like, I'm very, oh my god, I forgot the word, not territorial. I'm very protective. protective over loved ones. <laughs> very protective of my parents.
0: It's weird. I don't know if it's just me having been in the military so, and being single, I had to live in the barracks Uh, or dorms you might know them as Mm -hmm. uh so i had to live in that yeah so for me the idea of like a nursing home is fucking rad i I don't know (laughs) just that shit just sounds really fun like yes street fighter tournaments on friday uh better bring your best fucking game bitch because we're betting teeth on it Or something (laughs) i don't know i always thought it would be really fun it sounds fun to me yeah
1: um
0: but if i were i don't know if if I were in a situation where, like, I'm at the age I am now, I'm married, I have like whatever kids, and as I'm getting older, then you know, having mm-hmm. possibly grandkids and etc., then it would be a little bit less. I I just imagine myself as an old man right now. Yeah. Then, like a single man, I wouldn't. I would not mind one bit. Yeah. I also. Here, there's a lot of banging that goes on in there, so...
1: Yeah, uh, there's... Yeah, I hear a lot of stories, but a lot of the stuff like um, STDs that I've seen are is just... bad
0: in nursing yeah, homes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I hear. I personally would... I don't know where the fuck I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'll probably end up in a nursing home, but as far as my parents go, I would rather take care of them myself. They could possibly be abused, and I don't want any of
0: that. <laughs> Maybe... My end-of-life plan is to liquidate all of my assets, take the minimal amount I need to accomplish the following, but I give everything to whoever, like relatives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, assorted charities. But I take my minimal amount, and I disappear. That's it. Don't worry about where I'm going. Don't worry about what I'm going to do there. Just, (laughs) I'm gone.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: I'm going to be a... I'm gonna then I'm gonna come back as a ghost and haunt you
1: <laughs> yeah I'd probably do the same thing be like
0: peace like, you know that that <laughs> gif of the 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 black kid throwing up the piece and then fading away oh yeah yeah it's kind of <laughs> like that that's what I'm hoping for yeah, like, yeah. I'm out of here dude
1: <laughs> oh my gosh All right,
0: let's wrap this up the last thing is the movie of me Duh. so we got a title I, I put four. You don't have to pick four, but uh, starring roles for whatever prominent people you want to pick, and then your opening, main, and closing songs. Oh God, you go first because yeah. I think I've uh, got the
1: I've, I've got a song picked out. But
0: movie title for yeah. me is Lion's Pride. It's easy. Uh, me, my name, yeah. obviously Lion, and then you know, me yeah. rediscovering it for myself. Yeah. And then also having like fifty fucking kids, because I'm a potent male.
1: <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: with a harem of women.
1: Oh lord.
0: Yeah, that—that's more for the fun. But me, uh, yeah, lion's pride would definitely be. That is my—I'll say working title, because I might come up with something better. I'll keep going, and let me know when you start. Uh, start one another yeah just just
1: finish it right. and i'll 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 do it
0: so starring as me is jay hernandez okay um i believe he was in prison break and Hostel. those are the only things i remember him from he's not as good looking as i am so you know you'll have to use your imagination when you're watching it but <laughs> it's all right uh, we'll manage i don't know what she sounds like i know that she's from brooklyn but I'm certain she's an actress. You can fucking mask the accent.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Rosie Perez would be my mother.
1: Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Rosie Perez. My sister would be Katie Holmes.
1: I, yes, I see that. She's got that little mousy face, as we always yep. used to tell her.
0: <laughs> that would be her. Who, like, who's a character actor that routinely plays a shitty, mean person. Specifically oh god. a male.
1: <laughs> yeah, what's that? I already knew I'm like, oh god! <laughs> oh! Um. Kevin Spacey, Robert De Niro.
0: Wow. Kevin Spacey. That works on multiple levels.
1: <laughs>
0: but yes. no. No. Fuck that dude.
1: There's Jack Nicholson, Anthony Hopkins... Christopher Walken, Willem Dafoe, Alan Rickman. Willem Dafoe
0: might be a good one. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's,
0: I think that's yeah that's right. gonna gonna be my pick. Okay. So that's uh, Rosie Perez, Katie Holmes, Willem Dafoe, and then Jay Hernandez for me. I don't know who else is significant enough. You know, actually, yes, I know um, I will Nope, not her Nope <sighs> Lindsay will be played by Winona Ryder
1: I can see that Yeah <laughs> I, can, I can see that
0: Other than that whoever plays Maggie, one, like a... Whoever plays Maggie Has to be a beagle
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, you know, I could go with some friends, but for the sake of time, hmm, the opening credits. It's difficult to decide because my life took such a dramatic shift. Once I got out of the military, was, well, I mean, no shit. I was a completely different person.
1: Yeah. I was about
0: to say that. Because um, right now my brain is saying take five by uh, Dave Brubeck. So it might be... Like, right now, I want to say it's Take 5. Okay. But I'm just going to go with that just because it's the first thing that came to mind.
1: And then isn't there, like, a closing song or something? Opening,
0: main, and close. You know, I'm going to change some things around. My opener is (laughs) Flim by Apex Twin. Okay. The closer... Is take five. Okay. More energy up front.
1: All right, I think I have some for mine.
0: I just uh, got my my main song. It's going to be Summer Madness. Okay. Uh, it's originally by Casey or Cool in the Gang is the original, but I want the okay. uh, Kruang Bin uh, cover.
1: Let me see. I have like two in mind for like titles. Oh, oh shit! And it's just because. I'm going to start with my opening and closing song.
0: All right. That's fine.
1: Um, I've always, it's one of my absolute favorite songs in the world. And it's just Moonlight Sonata. I absolutely that, yeah. I love, I fucking love that song. Yeah, um, it's a good one. That song, that song will be playing at my funeral, but that one would be mine just throughout. But that, that song to me just tells a really good story somehow.
0: So then what um, would be your closing
1: the same. That song
0: will just be both. What? Yes. That's fucking lame.
1: Well, I don't care.
0: Uh, Um, This movie's already getting a one star on fucking IMDb.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can't think of any other song but that one because it's a good beginning middle and end song. Because to me it has those different parts in the song. I'm just really weird. I envision a lot of things when I'm either making songs or listening to them so I feel... All of the different emotions that have I the think first that half, they put.
0: Have the first half of the song play for the opening. And then mm-hmm. pick back up right where it ends. Pick right back up for yeah. the closing.
1: Yeah, that's exactly okay, what that I works. would
0: do. Alright, yeah, yeah. I'm bumping it back up. It's not one star anymore.
1: <laughs> um, For title... This is gonna be lame, just cause I love the song It would either be called Sonata or Contradiction Cause <laughs> my life is just My personality is a contradiction
0: Lilies of Contradiction? Flowers of Contradiction?
1: Yeah, yeah so, something try to like shop that it a little bit. I'm even I'm even thinking like Lily of the Valley
0: <laughs> Whoa <being> really lame. <laughs> No, that's fucking good
1: <laughs> Yes, that's the one that, is, okay. that has to
0: be the fucking title right there. That's good. yeah.
1: So, so that's the only other lame one that I came up with. Let's see. For me, well, she wasn't really an actress, but there needs to be. I'm gonna go a little off topic. There needs to be a biopic of Janis Joplin. Yes. Um, and I, I need to and I need to star her because I literally fucking look just like her. It's insane. And I'll, I'll show you, like, side-by-side pictures of me and Janis Joplin. We look a lot alike. I could play this woman, <laughs> you know? But as far as who yes, would play me, yeah. you absolutely could. Right? Yeah. I look exactly like her. I I'm like, that. I might be her reincarnation. I don't know. But I look exactly like her. It's fucking insane. But if there's ever a biopic of her, I need to, like, figure out how to cast myself in there as the lead, you know? As far as who would play me, I'm trying to look at people who kind of look like me. The closest one that I can think of is like Kirsten Dunst. That's we don't look pick, totally alike, but I would, I would pick her since we, uh, there's some similarities there. But I would pick her uh, to play me. My dad is a toss-up. It's either going to be John Goodman. <laughs> That's a good uh, Soli- one, though. Solely because of his character in Roseanne, Dan yeah, Connor, Like, that shit reminds me exactly like my dad. Um, the other one would be Tim Allen from... Uh, what the fuck was that show he was on? Home uh, Improvement. Yes, because my dad loved that show. John but Goodman I would probably, as Tim John the Toolman Taylor. But I'd probably say John Goodman. Could play my dad. I don't know who would play my... Mine would be a long cast list. If we're going to go through all my trauma, there's a fucking long-ass list on there. But I'll just stick to my brother and my mom. I don't know who would play either of them. Hmm. All I know is that there was a basketball player on the Suns that looked just like my brother, but he's not there anymore.
0: So, for... I, I know yeah. who should play your brother, but I need to find Who? Him. I need to find his name.
1: Okay.
0: Because he has better roles than the one that I think you might do you, uh are you familiar with um Super Troopers the movie?
1: Yes. Uh, I love that movie. <laughs> that
0: curly-haired guy who eats all the mushrooms and weed?
1: Oh. <laughs> Yes. But okay. he has
0: better roles in that. That's why I didn't wanna. I didn't want that to be the one that, yeah. I, that I mentioned because that's not very fitting based on how we talked about your brother a little bit ago.
1: Yeah. No. No. No.
0: Um.
1: <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. Jeffrey
0: Arend Yes. That's yes. Yes. Jeffrey Arndt. That would yeah. be your brother.
1: Yeah. And then as far as my mom, fuck, I don't even know, man. What is it? Joan Crawford would be a good one because if you've ever seen Mommy Dearest, <laughs> that woman was a nightmare. <sighs>
0: Jenny O'Hara. So Who's that? I don't know. It's just uh, so the, I thought of Jef- Jeffrey Arndt. I remembered from the movie Devil, the one where they're trapped in the elevator, and okay. the Devil woman is Jenny O'Hara. It has. It's not said... entirely about the devil part. That's not. That it just it's a good coincidence, it's serendipitous. Let
1: me see what this lady looks like, Jenny.
0: You know, a little work at her. Oh makeup. yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Should... okay.
0: Those are good i would say john goodman's the better pick yeah that, than, uh, same tim taylor is not the same type of dude
1: no but i'm like yeah uh, just the
0: handiness but isn't <laughs> yeah uh isn't the roseanne dad? isn't he also a handy guy i don't remember what yeah he john for... goodman no not yeah, john goodman come... the uh the character
1: oh dan connor yeah yeah, he did. Um, I think he did like a lot of construction and plumbing
0: yeah. so, <laughs> and mechanics. Um, so yes, he's like yeah. just a handyman, pretty much.
1: Yeah, man, Ge- I love that contra- show too.
0: General contracting. Yeah, that uh, was a good show. Lily of the Valley is fucking solid.
1: Okay, God, so I'll do that.
0: Damn it, that's a good one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's mine. All right, that's so mine.
0: I'm going to summarize my mind real quick. So my uh, my movie titles Lions Pride. Jay Hernandez is me. Uh, Katie Holmes is my sister. Rosie Perez is my mother. Uh, Will and Defoe is my father. I was browsing around for some other ones and didn't find anything really. Uh, let's see. Opening credits. I moved it to Aphex Twins Flim, but I want to change that now. I'm not going okay. to though. But the uh. ma- the main theme. <laughs> I don't remember what I said earlier. So I'm gonna, I don't either. I'm going to pretend that I said While on Saturn's Rings by uh, Ernest Gonzalez. And then the okay. closing credits is uh, Take Five by the Rubik yeah. Band.
1: Okay. And then mine was uh, Lily of the Valley, Moonlight Sonata throughout, you know, beginning and end. Kirsten Dunst would play me. John Goodman would play my dad. Jenny O'Hara would play my mom, and I already forgot the guy that would play my brother. Uh, Jeffrey Arendt. That fella. And that's, yeah, that's mine.
0: Cool. Uh, okay, so housekeeping on the way out. Uh, Socials. You know, I'm gonna say that everything happens for a reason, and I'm I got us back on Twitter. We're awesome! X. Yeah, we're, so we're LVX Media Net, just like everything else. I figured out how to auto-publish the shows to YouTube, so oh okay, th- it's available there as well. LVX Media Net, same thing. So there's those. It's worth mentioning. The so the phone number is both unattended if you want to call no one's gonna answer but if you want to text or if you want to leave a message a voicemail it's anonymous so i don't know who you are i don't care who you are to be honest with you um if i don't like your message i'm just gonna delete it anyway so there you go <laughs> i don't want to fucking talk to you anyway i'm not gonna answer it i don't even answer yeah. my own phone what the fuck are you thinking <laughs> oh
1: my gosh! So there's that.
0: <laughs> um, I got us a branded email um, contact at lvxmedia.net. Is it's on? It's also on the website lvxmedia.net. Go to the taco page, and then the contact options are right there. But there you go. Other things. Do the internet stuff, uh, if you could, please. It would be very much appreciated. It helps a lot. I know that everyone says that, but it really, it really does. That's why they say it. Yeah, it, like following the accounts on different social platforms, um, liking, fo- uh, following the podcast on different podcast uh, outlets, mm-hmm. uh, liking the episodes, rating the shows, and what what else am I thinking of? Or what sharing? I... Yeah, sharing the episodes with other people. Even if you just click share, you tap on share and then copy link. And you don't even send it to anyone? Does a lot. Yeah. So there, we're gaming the system. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that's uh, socials and contacts. Do all the internet shit. Um, Don't be a fucking pansy and leave us a message.
1: Hmm. Yep.
0: I think that's going to do it. Uh, We are recording our first episode of Progressive Patriots tomorrow night. We are currently finishing up this recording on the 27th at 7:30 Phoenix time. So, you know, by the next time you talk that will be uh, you'll be hearing from us will be one foo fighters uh complete. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh one
1: foo fighters I will be uh a year older <laughs> by that time as well. Uh, yeah. My birthday's the day before the concert so that should be interesting. There'll be more football games, you know, that have happened by then.
0: I don't eat heart shell tacos in real life. So we're not, I can't say we're going to, we're going to get those. I can't, can't promise that, but
1: get some soft tacos, Yeah,
0: some actual tacos. Yes. (laughs) I will admit a guilty pleasure of mine is the Taco Bell, the Dorito Loco.
1: No, I've never had that. It's a guilty pleasure. I love it. Okay. Mine is a wrap Supreme, and I I just had it a, a couple days ago, and then uh, I felt horrible after, so I'm like, no, nah, we're gonna just <laughs> steal it from the fucking.
0: All right, uh, that's gonna do it for this recipe of hard shell tacos. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you very much for listening.
1: Have a great week, and in honor of Insink, bye, bye, bye.
0: Oh, you were I thought you were gonna do the the flippity flip. I was waiting for it.
1: Or catch you on the flippity flip Bye, bye, bye.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Which Oh, you, that kind of cuts over on mine. I, I'm trying to do the Shaun of the Dead. Bye, bye, uh, bye, bye. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. Thanks
1: for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you have any questions or comments on what was discussed or have a topic you'd like to hear on the podcast, you can leave a message on our unattended phone line at 833-589-7637. That's 833-LUX-PODS. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lvxentertainment.net.